Revelation chapter 13 continued. Verse 3. I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world marveled and followed the beast. This verse shows us that an assassin will kill the Antichrist before Satan possesses his body. At the end of the first three and a half years, this world leader will be assassinated. It is at this time that Satan will possess or take over the body of Antichrist and make it appear as though he raised himself from the dead. When this takes place, the whole world will follow after the Antichrist, worshiping him as God. Revelation 13 verse 4. So they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? The world will accept the Antichrist and worship him as God. Yet, when God manifested himself to us through his Son, Jesus Christ, the world rejected him. John wrote of Jesus, And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. That's John 21, verse 25. And in John 5, verse 43, Jesus said, I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another will come in his own name, him you will receive. The people worshipped the dragon, which is Satan, which gave power to the beast, which we'll know as the Antichrist. The world now makes Satan their god. Their worship of Satan is what he has wanted and has been trying to achieve for the last 6,000 years. The other part of Satan's plan, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the angels of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. That's Isaiah 14, 13 and 14. This scripture, this part, will never happen. Satan will never be able to defeat God. Satan is so arrogant and so deceived by himself that he sits himself down in the temple of the Jews in Jerusalem and declares to the world, He is God. Most of the people at this time will believe what he is saying. They will accept this imposter as their God because he will perform a few signs and wonders. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8-12 through 12 states, And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth, and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness.
chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. And he was given a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. Satan gives the Antichrist the ability to speak eloquently so as to be able to deceive the people left on this earth. At the same time, the Antichrist is swearing at God. If you think the people that speak out against Christians are bad now, just wait until the last three and a half years of the Great Tribulation. The persecution of the new Christians and the Jews will be like nothing that has ever been seen in the history of mankind. The mocking, ridicule, torture, persecution, and death of the martyrs by beheading will be far worse than anything ever done by Hitler. Revelation chapter 20 verse 4b says, And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their heads. Chapter 13, verse 7 and 8. And it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. And all who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. The saints that Satan makes war with are the people who become believers after the church is raptured out. Satan is given power over all the tribes, tongues, and nations of the world presently referred to as the New World Order. All the people of the world will worship Satan and the Antichrist at this time, whose names are now written in the Book of Life of the Lamb. In other words, from the third day of the creation week when God created the solid foundation of the earth 6,000 years ago. Chapter 13, verse 9. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. Though this is a short verse, it is not to be taken lightly. The Lord is trying to get our attention. Hey, listen up. What I am telling you in this book, through my apostles, John, through my apostle John, is important. Don't blow this off. Isaiah 55.3 says, Incline your ear and come to me, says the Lord. Hear and your soul will live. If you reverse the scripture, it means, If you don't hear, your soul shall die. That's pretty important. John repeats over and over again, He who has an ear, let him hear. That's in Revelation chapter 2, verse 7, 11, 17, 29, chapter 3, verse 6, 13, 22. He is telling us to listen not with our physical ears, but with our spiritual ears. To listen with your whole heart and soul, because your immortal and spiritual lives depend on it depends on where you are going to spend eternity, heaven or hell. Both places are real.
13, verse 10a. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. Satan leads people into captivity. The Antichrist, the false prophet, false teachers, cults, false religions, all lead people into captivity. Eventually, they themselves will go into captivity into the lake of fire. Chapter 13, verse 10b. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. The Antichrist and his followers will be killing believers and Jews during the tribulation by beheading them with swords. The sword they will be used, according to this verse, in the Greek language is the makaira, which is a curved blade knife that can easily be hid under a robe. But when the Lord comes to take his vengeance out on the Antichrist and his people, he will use what is called in the Greek the romphea, which is a saber or a long cutlass. This is the two-edged sword of the Lord, which is the word of God. The enemy will not be able to stand as they hear the word of God being spoken directly out of the mouth of Jesus. As Jesus comes back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, riding his white horse and coming in the clouds, he will speak his word and his presence splits the darkness. The bodies of the armies gathered at Armageddon will burst open and their blood will pour out on the ground. Chapter 13 verse 10c Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. The persecution, suffering, torture, and death of the saints will be more horrible than anything we can possibly imagine. Chapter 13 verses 11 through 14 Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. The first beast from Revelation 13:1 came up out of the sea. This second beast comes up out of the earth. Everything concerning the second beast is revealed in the book of Revelation. He is not mentioned in any other book of the Bible, Old or New Testament. The word for earth used in this verse is ge. It's spelled G-E. In Greek, pronounced gay, and means, literally means the world. It represents the people of the entire earth. This second beast is the false prophet representing the world's false religions. The second beast is called the false prophet from the Greek word pseudo-prophetess. He is seen with the first beast and the dragon calling the armies of the world together to do battle with God Almighty. 
The false prophet comes on the scene after John's vision of the first beast. He is called another beast. In the Greek, the word is elos, which means another of the same kind, showing that both of them are demon-possessed. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. The Lord is referred to in the Bible as the Lamb of God. The false prophet will look like a lamb, but with two horns. Lambs do not have horns and are meek and mild animals. Horns are symbols of authority in Scripture. Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, Jesus said, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. God calls this false prophet of the end times a beast. He will perform some minute miracles and deceit many. The false prophet will be given his power by the Antichrist, demonstrating the close relationship between these two world leaders. The false prophet will be an executive right-hand man of the Antichrist, and he will exercise Satan's power given to him by the first beast. The duration of his power is not stated, but he comes after the first beast develops great influence. The false prophet is not mentioned being apart from the Antichrist, so that means they will work in unison. Man is religious in one way or another. Almost every human being worships something or someone. A man wanting to be the world dictator must be able to provide people with an outlet for their religious beliefs. The ecumenical church described in Revelation chapter 17 will exert such power. It will seem like it has control over the Antichrist in the first three and a half years of the tribulation while the Antichrist is trying to solidify his empire. Proof of this is revealed in Revelation chapter 17 verses 3 through 9 where the woman, the papal church, is riding on top of the beast or controlling the beast. After the first three and a half years of the tribulation, the Antichrist, now possessed by Satan, will no longer have any need for the woman, the Roman Catholic Church. He will destroy her and set up his own form of worship. To set up this new worship for, of the Antichrist, Satan will use the false prophet to set up a fake religion. Satan is not against religion. He is against personal faith in Jesus Christ. The Antichrist will be one of the chief spokesmen in the Holy Land in favor of the ecumenical power described in Revelation 17 until it no longer serves his purpose and he sets up worship of himself. Just as God is a trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Satan tries to imitate God with his unholy trinity, the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. The Antichrist will be a king who accepts the kingdom of this world, that Satan offered Jesus when he tried to tempt him in the desert. The Antichrist will exalt himself and claim to be God. The false prophet is not a king, 
nor does he exalt himself, but he does exalt the Antichrist. The false prophet's relationship to the Antichrist parallels the Holy Spirit's relationship to Jesus Christ. Just as the Holy Spirit seals the followers of Christ until the day of redemption, the false prophet shall seal the followers of Antichrist until the day of perdition. Ephesians 4 verse 30 says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Revelation 13, 16, and 17 states, And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. The Antichrist will perform signs and wonders such as making fire come down from heaven to earth in the sight of men. Jesus warned us in his Gospels not to seek after signs and wonders. In Matthew 12, 38-40, it says that some of the scribes and Pharisees answered, saying, Teacher, speaking to Jesus, we want to see a sign from you. But Jesus answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Today, too many people, including those, unfortunately, in many Christian churches, are looking for signs and wonders. This pleases Satan just fine. If non-believers see Christians looking for signs rather than seeking Jesus, then people will be ready to flock to Satan when he does a few simple tricks. So many people, including Christians, some Christians, are being sucked into the New Age movement. They put their hope in trinkets, stones, pictures, crystals, images, statues, mysticism, and psychics, etc. That Satan just loves. Satan is all for anything that will keep your focus off Jesus Christ. The false prophet will also be able to call down fire from heaven. He will have such supernatural powers when he's in the presence of the beast that we are warned by Christ that if it would be possible, the very elect would be deceived. In Matthew chapter 24, verses 24 through 26, Jesus himself says, For false Christs and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders, so as to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. Therefore, if they say to you, Look, he is in the desert, do not go out or look. He is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. Because of the power that the false prophet has, he not only will cause all the people of the earth to worship the beast, but Revelation 13:12 says that everything on the earth will worship the beast. Every living creature will be under Satan's influence. 
The time will come, though, when everybody and every living thing will be back under Christ's influence. There is an interesting statement in Revelation chapter 13, verse 14, that says, When the false prophet performs his miracles and wonders, it is always in the presence of the beast. The Holy Spirit speaks and teaches us the things of God, but the Holy Spirit does not need to be in the presence of the Father or Jesus to speak or teach their truth, because He is God. Revelation chapter 13, verse 15. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. The false prophet will be given the power to seemingly give life to the beast. How he will accomplish this, Scripture doesn't say. Very possibly, it will be through the use of some kind of supercomputer. Considering today's technology, it is easy to imagine that this could be done. Only God can create a human life. Those who don't worship the image will be killed. They will be martyred. Revelation 13, verses 16 through 18. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. It will make no difference who you are, your position in society, or who you know. You will be forced to receive the mark of the beast in order to survive. If you don't take the mark, you will be forced to hide and scavenge for your survival for three and a half years in the hope that you won't be caught or killed. Considering what God says he will do to you if you do accept the mark, being martyred for Christ's sake is not a bad idea. Eternity in the lake of fire or eternity with God. Either way, it's your choice to make. No one can make it for you, not even God. If the mark will be visible to the naked eye isn't 100% clear. Scripture talks about marks in several different places. Some marks were visible and some marks were not. Veterinarians use chips under the skin of animals to keep track of them. Uh, sheep and cattle ranchers also use them on their animals, not only to keep track of them, but also it contains the animal's history on the chip. American Telephone and Telegraph, better known to us as AT&T, also known today as Verizon, has developed a chip to be used on human beings small enough that the chip can fit inside a common needle used for vaccinations. It can be injected into a person's right hand, the chip for whatever reason will not work in the left hand, with your name, address, your entire medical and any other history on it. You will also be vulnerable to being tracked by satellite. The government is trying to get permission to inject newborn babies with this chip under the guise of 
Well, if your baby is ever kidnapped or lost, we will be able to track them. All history of the child could be added to the chip as the baby grows. Think about it. It will be a beautiful sight to see the mark of the believers. Think what an honor it will be to have the Father's name written on your forehead, not Satan's. Revelation 13, 17 is very cut and dry verse. If you want to buy or sell anything, hold a job, own a house, a car, etc., you will have to at least have one of three things. One, his mark in your right hand or forehead. Second, the name of the beast in your right hand or forehead. And third, the number of his name in your right hand or forehead. There has been all kinds of speculation about the number of his name in order to identify the Antichrist. Scripture, however, tells us that it won't be known until the Great Tribulation is just about to start and the son of perdition will be revealed. Many people wonder why the mark of the beast will be 666, as well as who the Antichrist will be. The number of man is 6, which stops short of the perfect or sacred number 7. Man was created on the sixth day. Man was commanded to work six days, but rest on the seventh. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 4 through 7, Goliath, the giant, opposed God's people. He was a symbolic type of Satan, who was six cubits in height. He had six pieces of armor, and his spearhead weighed 600 shackles, 666. Daniel chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. The statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had built for the people to worship was 60 cubits in height, 6 cubits wide, and used 6 instruments of music to summon the worshipers, 666. Leviticus 25, verse 1 through 7. The fields of the Israelites could be sown for six years and were commanded to rest the field in the seventh year. Exodus 21, verse 2. A, he a Hebrew slave could not be a slave for more than six years. Various people have been declared to be the Antichrist throughout history. Names are translated into Greek with a numerical value for each letter of the alphabet. Then the numbers of the person's name are added up to get the total value of 666. The best answer I can give personally to the question why 666 is because God says so.